Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarkilas Filipinas Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast, where we are celebrating our 200th episode. Yay! Yay. Drinks for everyone. Drinks. Clink. Clink, 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 Not too loud, not too loud. All right. Stan gets his coconut. Yeah, I get my coconut. Coconut. Where's the clink? Stan C, Romaran, and Raf Kamis joining you for our 200th episode, an episode we didn't think we'd actually get to, but we are here at Tier 4 of the podcast, and joining us for this week to pretty much give you an oral history of all the projects we've been doing in the local wrestling community. Uh, from Smart Henry, you've got Anthony Coelho and Michael Bueza. Hello. I don't yes. know why we invited Bueza here, but he's here anyway. <laughs> he's here. He's, he's one of us. He's one of we, us. We were supposed to get more credible... Uh, Contributors to the local scene, but no, apparently not. Yeah. But but he has integrity. Oh, sir. fine. So you mean he has, he has journalistic integrity. He has credibility. But anyway, no. And it's not that we didn't think we'd get here. It's more like we weren't really thinking about the future that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's a good point because. Uh, uh, I didn't even remember us celebrating episode 100, 100. all that we much. We barely did. And apparently we were yeah. just like, hey, it's episode 100. And yeah. now let's talk about the weekend wrestling. Yeah, business as usual. But 200, I think, is, is special in the sense that it's been at least three years since we launched the podcast. Uh, we've switched locations. Um, Multiple times. Yeah, several of us have switched jobs yeah. over, that, uh, over that course of time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So much has happened since we launched the podcast right after WrestleMania 30. So when you think about it, uh, even the wrestling industry has changed dramatically. Daniel Bryan's retired. Shane McMahon is back. Uh, three years ago, three, four, almost four years ago, uh, we were, no, almost four years ago, we were planning or we did a test broadcast after Joshi Jam Manila. Yeah, so we still never released that just because it's so raw at this point. Yeah, I, 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 have, uh-huh. I have it. So or episode 1000. It's episode zero, actually. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> probably episode zero. It, it never got released, but it was recorded. It was, it was an entire episode. It sounded very raw, uh, even until now. And it's so obviously outdated. <laughs> it's obviously you sent me the file? Yeah, I think I can find it. It's not on this computer, for sure. Uh, oh, it's in one of my hard drives. See, see, see. Uh, but just to probably recap it for everybody who obviously does not know what's on that episode, we talk about how Joshi Jam came to be from our point of view and our experiences, like... Uh, Tajiri getting slammed into me basically yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and me having to take a bump <laughs> my first bump <laughs> before any of us ever learned how to take a bump yeah yeah. Uh, seeing Mia Yim up close and yeah, personal yeah, yeah 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 going inside the locker room sa Inaris na Amoyosi at Ihe which is pretty sad taking photos with Tajiri and the rest of the guys Mia Yim no no Inaris was pretty close to Melo that time so we figured Sam figured that he could just rush over 
to the station and record the podcast. Uh, you know, record something, not the podcast, something. Yeah, where we would end up recording for the next three or so years. So yeah, yeah. it was a Saturday night. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, oh, sure, fine. Yeah, sure. so it was a Saturday night, so there was really no one there. Sure. Right? And then at I the time, late, yeah, it's like 10 p.m., I think? Yeah, yeah, after the show. Oh, wow. after the show. So we were we hungry, I wanted a drink, and uh, we just decided to do that first before uh, Ro and I went our separate ways. Say, it was like, you know, for, for some of us, it was like uh, our first taste, or, or, or second taste, that we had WWFX for the couple of years back. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, um, it... it we had thoughts and we figured, okay, now is the best time after witnessing while the it's show. While still fresh. While yeah. it's still fresh to go and you had, you had something. You had a place to record it in so we might as well have just go and do it. And to contextualize everything, SGP was already around as a Facebook group like for us to, to share stuff. But it was OG SGP. Yeah, so yeah, 50 yeah. guys. No, less than at less the time. Than. There were less than 100 guys there. So you, you really had, like, a lot of the characters, colorful and otherwise, that we've come to see in the group weren't there yet. So there really was no space for us to, like, blog about stuff. Smart Henry wasn't around, obviously. Smart Henry that would, was that would come later twinkled on. in the eye. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so there really was no outlet for us to express all these thoughts other than, say, a, a long-winded Facebook post Now, at most, one or two wrestling fans are makakakita. Mm-hmm. So the problem at the time, or the challenge at the time was, okay, we recorded this MP3 file. How the hell do we get it out there? Yep. We didn't, we didn't know shit back then. Wala pang buzzsprout. No, matter not. We just didn't know how, and we didn't know we were gonna, we were gonna invest in it. Yeah, yeah. Because, of course, you have to, or at least on our end, we weren't sure if it was... Uh, if, if it was a good investment. Because mm. $18 a month din yun eh. Kahit na sabihin mo, oh, what, 900 yeah, pesos? Yeah, it's say we even split it, diba? So, for yeah. 500 din yun. Yeah. yeah. Pero din yun. Pero din yun. Right. Yep. So, and, and uh, you know, before that, even before that, my dad was already bugging me. Like, my dad, I'd, I'd like to say, is a huge part of the podcast story. Because uh, even before this got off the ground, he was already bugging me as early as 2012 to actually start a podcast. So, he Talk found out... Wrestling. No, we actually did do a wrestling podcast for one of Stan's broadcasting classes. Yeah, yeah. So, dun palang meron na ano, meron na parang uh, the seeds were being laid. Yeah. Oh. So, he had the groundwork there. And so, we, we, I, I, was, oh, I was also bugging him as to when we were going to do it. Yeah. At the time, nahihiya ako because I didn't want to ask uh, my, my former bosses, yeah. my managers at Mellow to use the equipment because sure. I didn't have my mic then. I didn't have all the equipment I have now and I, uh, the best bet was really to record using the station's equipment. Yep. And I had to ask for their permission because actually it wasn't mine. So my dad would ask me, go, 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 just ask permission, ask permission, walang mawawala sa'yo. You're saying, they say no, right? Right. So it took me two years to get the balls to actually put it all together. Now, okay, Rose here, we'll coordinate our schedules. I'll ask uh, my manager, Samelo, oh, can I do this? And it all came together right around the time between Joshi Jam and WrestleMania 30. Mm. So by the time WrestleMania 30 came around, that was also the time I saw Camus for the first time in years. <laughs> you know, in years. Yeah. It had been years. It had been sure. a while. Oh yeah, like, like a while. Uh, I guess a like year we, we, or so. We run into each other every now and then. Yeah, like I think uh, prior to that viewing party, which was organized by the way by Oel Babasa of PWR. Yep. And a lot of the OG guys from PWR. Yep. Um, so I think the last time you and I had seen each other was at Ateneo when I pitched Teach for the Philippines to your Yeah, class. yeah. When you did, and then it's like I I stopped. I I saw you like, hey, you're doing this, and then I realized, oh shit, wait. I was behind a year because I did my thing in Barcelona. Mm. And then you had graduated now and you were working. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just it's circumstances. Circumstances. Okay. Yeah, but hey. even then, consultant Camus is already in the flesh. Oh, no, so <laughs> much in the flesh. Such a ham. Of course. Such a ham. So yeah, I think that we just sort of found each other on Facebook, and then I was like looking for somewhere to watch WrestleMania, and then I saw your post about it. And like, oh, tara, sabay tayo. We didn't know anyone else, really. Yeah, that's true. We, we didn't know anyone at all. Like, it, it was a very different wrestling scene at the time. Because like now, diba, when we attend events, we know people. Oh, we yeah. know who we and are. And people know, you know us. who we are. Uh, you know who Stan is. Probably know Camus is for sure. Don't know if you know me. But, you know, it's all familiar faces at this point. Yeah, but at the time, diba, it was such uncharted territory. Na, uh, like, um, I think that was my first taste of... There is a market for wrestling fans who really just want to get together, like outside of a WWE live event, mm, which yeah. at the time it had been five years. It had been a long time. Oh, mm. so WrestleMania 30 viewing party happens. I actually leave right after the Undertaker match because I had a meeting for for Melo at then. Yeah, and then that's when Camus texts me, "Oh, Daniel Bryan wins again." So um, somewhere during the day, I got text text coming row, and we're like, you know what? Let's fucking do this. Let's record a podcast. So I spend the afternoon downloading WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. So wala pang wala pa akong network noon eh. Sure. Wala wala pa tayo wala masyado wala yeah. wala pa shadong wala no, the network was available network, here. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't, wasn't. Yeah, at the time, diba? Torrent, you know. So yeah, para 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 Right. So I downloaded it, I caught it and then right before Raw stepped in, I finished the Daniel Bryan match at the end. And then there, uh, we were able to uh, record our first podcast where we basically marked out over that the Daniel Bryan moment. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much yung, the story of the first one. And the funny thing about that is, at the time, tinatamad pa ako because like, okay, we did one episode, now what? Oh, we gotta record one next week? Well, fuck, I'm gonna be out of the country next week. Oh, we have to do another one next week? Fuck, now we have to record two episodes in one go? We so, did that, actually? Yeah, we did. Uh-huh. So we, in, we recorded several episodes in Nakabanko and then we just released them one week at a time, mm. like from a remote base. Mm-hmm. So, yun yung time na Ro would have to be the one pushing my buttons, telling me, hey, we have to record, you have to record. And I'd be like, ah, puta na, katamad. <laughs> like, at the, uh, it, it's kind of like, I, w- I would liken it to working out. Sure. Na at oh. the start, when you're trying to build that routine, yeah, you're sore ka. after, and then yeah. you're tired, and then you just have to keep going. But you can't find the will to keep going, because mm-hmm. it took a lot out of you. Yeah, so that was me, uh, regarding the podcast at the time. Eventually, it became part of our routine. I, I think the, the part that na, na excite now to do it was when we started getting guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which was a good, I think, five, six months into oh. the whole episode, thing. episode Fortunately, yeah. Fortunately, most of the, the PWR guys you don't see anymore were our first guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, was, I, I realized most of the, the first ones yep. were the first ones to leave. Yes. <laughs> our first three guests, Mo. Hello, um, first three or four guests. They're fucking no longer with the company. Who was so, your first, first guest? Uh, yeah. Who was it? No, it was Mike Vargas. Yeah, yeah, Mike oh, Vargas. Really? Yes. Oh. Wow. Him and JDL. That's Somebody a name we have. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that. It was Somebody Mike Vargas wow. and JDL. So they were our first guests. And, Welp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How that turned out. Okay, so another inside story about the first few guests. Remember that PWR at the time was in its infant stages. Mm-hmm. So They had like one show. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. one show palang. Build up to that first show and the show, and what what happens after? Yeah. Right. So they were uh, obviously the company was very green. So not just in the ring, but on the mic. Mm-hmm. So when we would have them record with us in the po- uh, for the podcast, champre the PWR guys are super excited. Like, yeah, we got to cut promos and all that. Problems were one. That's not practice for promo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two. 
management wanted it to be kayfabe. Yes. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh, God. I remember these days. Yeah, you, you came in around these times. Yeah, around this time. Uh, episode 33, to be specific. Oh, they no, I remember. I remember. <laughs> right, so because I had to start okay. editing. Tell, me, tell, tell everyone the story of how you ended up being on the podcast. I know. I mean, I want no, your no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Before he tells the story, I want everyone to know that before I even met him, this guy adds me on Facebook. I don't know who he is. I have zero idea who he is. All I know is that Stan is our mutual friend. And it's okay. No, we had a, we had that one group chat that would sure. eventually become sure. But I didn't boys. know who the fuck who you were. <laughs> who the fuck you were? That's what I'm like. You struck me, you know. Okay, fine. I, I, <laughs> go, go, go. Stand shit. Talk no, no, shit. Talk, no, it's not shit per se. It's more like, oh, okay, I You add me on Facebook. It's okay, it's okay. You have Stan as our mutual friend. And all of a sudden, you just ch- start chatting me up, start talking about the podcast, and just fucking start talking about your life, your job, <laughs> about how you lack thereof. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were telling me all about how you were. You know, how you were pissed with your old advertising job. <laughs> and I didn't know, even know who the fuck you were. And then you said, at least in, my, in, in the end, you were pitching that you were gonna, you could help out, you know, edit. recording the podcast and edit the podcast. Edit and record. At the very start, um, I remember that this was when I was coming off of my stint with Publicis Manila. Now, I said... I said, damn it, I'm bored, I got nothing to do, and I knew about this podcast. And then I was I told Stan, Stan, you know what? I've I've been doing this for a while, just because of my previous work experience outside of advertising. And you know, well maybe I could help you out with just cutting it up, making it smoother and sort of produce behind the scenes. With absolutely zero intention of actually getting on the mic. <laughs> and then Then like Kanye <laughs> You eventually, like, no, eventually, you, eventually, you, you come in producing. You come in yeah. producing for us, and you help uh, organize a show, quite Papano. Yeah. And even though you're super distracting, you oh, hi, fine. It, it got the, the yeah. flow got better. The yeah, flow, flow got did get better. And eventually, I don't know how we started putting him on. I remember. No, I remember it was the episode with uh, Chris Panzer guesting. Oh. It was that episode that I made my on-air debut. And that because it was really hard to put that show together. Okay. No, yeah. I, 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 are we really going to put Panzer on blast no, here? Not no, not putting Panzer him on blast. blast. We're just saying. Wow. That, that, Panzer, that show. That show. Rookie Chris Panzer uh, did need a lot of work on the mic. Sure. So just I remember this so well. Just because everything was in kayfabe. And if you know the man behind the character, as we, we well do now, he is not the type to be like, um, yes, I'm from Detroit and... I like motor stuff. No, the thing about okay, the thing about uh, the man behind the Chris Panzer character is he's also not the type to hijack a show. Yeah, and like we would have a guest through, I guess, the first couple of years of the podcast, who had a very huge tendency to just hijack the show every fucking time. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fine. Let's just fucking name drop it. Classical yeah. Brian Leo <sighs> is entertaining to listen to at times. At times, I will admit that. I, 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 will admit I got that, a kick out of it. No, I, yeah, I will admit that I got a kick out of it. That I found him entertaining when he were when he would hijack the show. But yes, as Stan said, he would actually hijack the show, and we would end up having two hour long podcasts just because he couldn't stop listening to himself talk. That was his conversations at the time always revolved around British wrestling, which you know explains the British wrestling joke. Uh, Best wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a Magnum TA shout-outs that he would always drop. 
here and there. So, Shameless you know, pa. Yeah, you know, it, it, it got pretty grating as as the years went went on, you know, just to be honest with you. So there was that. And then, uh, but to, to bring it back to Camus, you know, right around uh, those episodes is when Camus became part of the show. And then it became a weekly thing where we would plan our segments. Yeah. Like that, because we used to cut everything up into little segments instead of just one fluid conversation. Because at the time, uh, we were also figuring this out. And I'm not sure about the two of you. Yeah. But I never really listened to other podcasts until 2015, 2016. Really? Which was like a year into the podcast. The podcast, podcast yeah. Mm. Wow. Ooh. So imagine a basketball player playing basketball who's never seen a basketball game. <laughs> So that's how stupid that was. He didn't play a basketball game, like a professional basketball game. No, no, no. No, more like he plays professional basketball, but he doesn't take time to watch other professional basketball games. Not involving his team. Yeah, yeah, there, there. I think it's a better analogy. I don't know, man. But the film. Yeah, yeah. It's a film room. Right, right. I mean, like, I guess I would say that to an extent, I had the radio experience, which when you look at a podcast and you strip it down, it's basically a talk show. Mm-hmm. This is a talk show, so I had that going for me. But I had no idea like how to make a podcast interesting and how podcasts differed from one another. So I'm not sure about you guys. Like when you guys started getting into into the listening to other podcasts, uh, when we started doing podcasts. <laughs> oh, good for you! <laughs> I, I again, I didn't. Mm. So so there was that. Um, the guests outside of PWR. I think it it happened right around PWR itself. Sure. Yeah. Because that's when you notice the celebrities coming to the shows. Yeah. yeah. Actually, na parang, um, where did this start? So, MCS, diba? Yeah. MCS, I think the first ones that I noticed were like the Sinabatas, the Kubao X crew. Yeah. The Kubao X crew started showing up, and then who was like our first real celebrity guest? I would say it was Quark. Sure. Quark? Okay. Yeah. Like Quark at the start of 2015? Yeah, yeah but the yeah. first outsider was probably Ange. Kasumal. Sure. If, okay. I, if I recall correctly, like I, I, I don't have the podcast feed. Anthony's looking it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a sec. Fact check it. Yeah, but yeah. if I could, if I, if I were a betting man, I would say it was Ange. Um, so, so that was hap- Well, that was happening. Um, Rowan and I were actually thinking about still getting a wrestling website to run because mm-hmm. this was the time that Grantland was still uh, really strong. up and really running. Strong. Uh, and, and for those oh, of you who, yeah. Oh. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Grantland was a sports and pop culture website run by Bill Simmons under ESPN. Yep. And puro think piece yung laman niya. So, precursor to ano? Precursor to The Ringer. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> it needs to be said. Some people don't know. So what we wanted was a wrestling website where people would come in to not just read dirt sheet rumors. People would come in to not just read reviews, uh, sorry, results, but to actually think, and think about the wrestling as something more than what you watch on TV. Yep. So that was the plan. And then, how, how did we end up like deciding the group to, to form Smart Henry? Because I, I, I think we asked people who, who was interested. Yeah, who was yeah. interested. I think we asked the mods first who was interested. And there are more writers uh, among us mods uh, SGP. So that's where we started, obviously. If you look at the core base, yeah, yeah. you, me, uh, Anthony, MDJ. MDJ. And then we, had, we asked the actual writers we knew in the group. <laughs> Like Sinabuesi, mm-hmm. Mikey, Maro. Uh, that, that's the core. That's yep. actually the core. Mm-hmm. That's actually the first, the, the first members of the team. The yeah, the founding team. fathers. Yeah, and then we just eventually just kept putting out calls as to who was interested after mm-hmm. we launched the site. So these conversations happened uh, right around March 2015. Because I remember mga Holy Week time. I was in Australia at the time. Yeah, yeah. We were thinking about a name that we uh, were going to 
uh, we're going to use for the site. Yeah. But right be- before I get to this next story, uh, Anthony was doing a quick fact check on our first outsider guest. So, who is, it? who is that? It's Nico Livello. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Nico. Yeah. Filmmaker oh, and uh, director of Sangalan ni Ultimate Warrior. Mm. And, and Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. Thanos. And but the time was after. Th- there was another movie that he directed. I can't remember the um, name now. Um, blue, blue, blue. Yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. Blue. 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 Right, right. Yung story na the, the kid who thinks that he's Rey Mysterio tatay niya. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there, uh, he was our first outsider guest. You know, um, it, a, a lot of our first guests came mm. from the film community. Yeah. Because mm. they're tropa na ne, na nanunod na PWR. Yeah, sila po muntay. Chapuro hipster kasi sila nanunod. Wow. <laughs> no, no. They gave off the hipster vibe and P- PWR sure. at the time was a very hipster okay, thing to enjoy. Yeah. Right? That's why when PWR kind of uh, got rolling and had its core audience, they didn't have it. Sure. So, and, and, they, and, they came, yeah, and they started coming back every now and then. Parang Around intermittently. Then. Hmm. But they, Around yeah. Your Revolution no. X? Around yeah, around, around First Revo X. Where was that the second? First. First Revo X. That's when it like peaked with the underground scenesters and yeah. shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right around this time, we also put together the website. So we were um, spitballing names. Eh? Like I, I remember we were having such a hard time deciding. Like, do you guys remember some, some of the first yeah. names? Yeah. So, I don't. <laughs> obviously, we had Smart Henry. Yeah, yeah. We had the hometown pop, which yeah. I think got some of our votes. <laughs> what else did we have? Yung dalawa yung pinakanatatandaan ko, kasi yun yung para. I think those were finalists. Okay. Smart Henry, hometown pop. I really like the Smart Henry name because I wanted something that was not too serious for sure, but also catchy. Mm-hmm. And also a little irreverent, but also tied to the theme. So who came up with the name? Do you remember? I don't, I don't remember. It's not, it wasn't me for sure. I just it liked it. It wasn't me. I liked it. It does evolve around the spirit animal, kasi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So whoever came up Here with the name? Here we go. Henry, so it's actually on our curious chat. chat. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we some of our ideas were... Wrestling.ph. <laughs> oh my no, god! I remember. I remember that. Uh, that was um, MDJ. MDJ sort of wanted that to get the domain name. Yeah, I remember that because ah, it was Wrestling.ph. One stop shop for wrestling. I remember yeah. in this. the Philippines. In the PH, we also had Suplex Philippines, <laughs> which Lords, is not bad. Yeah. Lords Complex. of Philippine Wrestling. <laughs> which hey, wait, wait, which, which hijacked. L-O-P. <laughs> yeah, we hijacked basically. Central yeah. Smart. Lots of names with Smart. Yeah, that was the idea. That was yeah. the main idea I was pushing at the time. Uh, I wanted something with Smart in it. And it would have been... It should have been funny then. Yeah. I don't know who answered this curious cat natin, but the answer is... Probably MDJ. We went with Smart Henry because we wanted it to be very Filipino. And what's more Filipino than a bad pun? <laughs> Uh, which is well, that's fair. So, yeah. Take it from Wesley. Yeah. yeah. We wanted a name that would remind us to have fun. Yes. Yeah, which it does. Yung Smart Gilas Filipinas as the name of the podcast and even the Facebook group is in itself also one of those bad puns. Yeah. Yep. So just to that refresh was, on the story. That was what we came up with. Yeah, yeah. This was August 2013 when Gilas was making its run ng FIBA Asia yeah. Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. at the time... Yeah. We've never uh, back since. Yes. So uh, we were chatting. It was me, Ro, and Jox Bonkadin. So yeah. we were the OGs because uh, we'd been classmates in UP before. Mm-hmm. So ayun, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is, this is a good name, Smart Gilas Filipinas. 
And we were just <laughs> laughing about it. No one was really taking it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And then I fucking made the group. So yeah, Smart Guitas Filipinas. And see, Anthony being one of my college friends, who I knew was really interesting as well, was one of the first people I dragged. Of course, in. yeah. So Everyone we knew who was into wrestling. Yeah, so, so can you imagine how borderline creepy that was? You know, Just being dragged into some group. <laughs> no, no, no you, you invited people. Naman, eh. You said, hey, I got this, this wrestling group. Oh, okay, second, Santa. No, 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 it's funny. Oh, no, it's it, uso naman kasi nung panahong yun. Yeah. I mean, it still is now. Pero uso yun noon na there were a lot of groups sprouting up around interests. Mm-hmm. So obviously, there had to be one for wrestling. So, Wesley, uh, since you were one of the last people to, to like, get sucked into this, yeah. <laughs> definitely into this table, right? Um, like, what, what was your impression that, uh, okay, these guys want to start a website. Like, did you think there was going to be a conflict with, say, what you do at Rappler? Or did you know exactly what you were getting yourself into at the time? Um, it's more of, since I'm not really a sports writer, I'm not under Ryan, so I'm more on the research nation. So, parang, from my end, it's not a conflict kasi pag gawa kayo ng content yung bahala kayo it would be of conflict kapag kunyari yun, if you were sports if you were yeah. under Rappler sports and I'm writing about local wrestling mm. so syempre we're competitors in that regard and right I don't tell you what I write you don't tell me what well you I know what you write but you tell me what you write <laughs> but uh, pag knowing that hindi ko na ginagawa yung sinusulat nyo but since nga I'm not into ano I'm not the full-time wrestling writer sa Rappler. Ah. It was Nisi back then. Nisi Kasano. And uh, also Joe, Joe the Grappler. The series Joe Gotham the Grappler. Yeah. Joe the Grappler. <laughs> and yeah, of course, uh, even Ryan Songalia, yeah, yeah, who's who, also who very much part of the wrestling As a sports community. editor. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's one reason why we knew we couldn't tap Ryan at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, man. Because we uh, had <laughs> so to... Resume. And we can't pay him, obviously. <laughs> yes, yes. You couldn't pay him. Mm-hmm. So at, uh, at the time, one of the things that we also focused on was who's willing to do this for free? Because mm-hmm. passion project. Yep, eh. yep, yep, pretty much. Saka yung, you, you mentioned the Facebook groups earlier. Yung Facebook groups, puro lang sila collection of... Ano, well, oh. we're wrestling fans now. What? Hello, yeah. Yes. Well, post memes and mm-hmm. shit, right? Post memes, lalo na. Ganun lang. So parang walang... Ano, eh. Walang, walang generation of content din na pa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, parang walang, walang drive to ano. It's just okay. We're all here, mm. and yeah, uh, we're gonna post whatever the fuck we want. And then, mm. uh, well, while mm. SGP was founded on that same spirit, kahit papano, we had a mandate to uh, to make sure the the conversation in SGP was substantial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And until now, I'd like to think that there's some effort to at least maintaining that original spirit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's the same as it was five years ago. Oh, five, no, no, no. five years yeah. now, yeah. 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 five years here. So, kung baget to use um, journalism terms, um, the other groups were like tabloids, <laughs> smart news, like broadsheet. Wow. Whoa. Wow. We structure him. We have columns. You have editorials. You have you know you have okay. sections. You have your daily. You know the daily. Topic. So, parang it's oh. an organized oh. thing versus yung mga binabato mo lang na memes. So, an organized uh, content speeches. generating. Ano. Yeah. Yeah, yung parang for views, for likes. Hindi, hindi ganito yung, ano, mm. yung, yung SGA. There, there is a concerted editing. effort to cultivate an actual community. So, nag tayo when Smart Kenny was trying to get off the ground. So, we came up with a name. We were trying to think of colors, visuals, and all that. We also came up with columns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the initial columns. Wait, wait. Yep. Before that, do you guys remember how we came up with orange? Yes. As the main color yes. of Smart Kenny. This guy loves the color orange. We're talking about Ro. So, you know, yes. he just imposed his will. He's like, I like the color orange. Let's run with orange. And, like, and at the time, I was sitting on the on the jaw and I was like, what a selfish dick. But at the time, I didn't impose the green because I wanted to, uh, to have the Celtics colors, right? And I was like, how do I justify that? I want Celtic green, right? So, I was like, fine, let's fucking run with orange. Everyone's like, ah, oh, let's fucking go with orange. But to be fair, I think 
uh, it was MDJ who did the graphics first, mm-hmm. and then he was the one who came he up. He was one of the first yeah. graphic guys. No, he was the he OG was, graphic he was, guy. Yeah. He made all the visuals for the site. Mm-hmm. And can I say, if it wasn't going to be orange, it was going to be monochromatic. So uh, I figure, I think he presented in an orange an orange option. So uh, my studies are much Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's how that came to be, mm. um, and then we were coming up with our, with the original columns. So it was the core group, <laughs> and then um, I remember from the from the get go, you took Lucha Underground. Anthony, yes. No, no, no. I, I wanted NXT first. Ah, yeah, Jocks yeah. NXT. Jocks. And then I wanted to Jock, so I ended up with Lucha Underground. Which you still liked anyway. Yeah, which in hindsight was a nice choice. Because <laughs> yeah. Lucha Underground isn't on every week, so I don't have to write. I think I have to start week. writing NXT soon though. <laughs> So I wanted one of those two then, NXT or Lucha Underground, and I ended up with Raw because that was a column no one would take. And then everyone yeah. justified it by saying that uh, you're the one of the most flexible schedule. I think you can afford to watch three hours of Raw every week. <laughs> yeah. So with a little bit of resentment, I took it. And eventually, it, it took me a while to get my voice in that Raw review because I, I remember Raw telling me uh, for a good six, eight, ten months that uh, you're recapping everything but you're not really telling me what you think about it. So, we're letting your personality into the, into the article. So, that took a while for me to develop uh, as, as a writer. Um, eventually, when I got into the swing of things, um, I think by year two of the site, that's when I eventually started writing about Raw for SI instead. Mm. Mm-hmm. But but going back, um, what were some of the other original columns that we had? Must watch Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Theme song Tuesday was always Brand there. doesn't do anything anymore. Shit. Yeah. No, yes. you know what? I, I, when I met up with Brandon uh, no. over at Christmas break, he's so busy. Brandon C. writes uh, Must Watch Mon- Mondays. He's actually based in Sydney. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's taking his PhD. Yep. So the fact that this guy had the time to watch NJPW, AAA, CMLL, and all the other uh, indie promotions all over the world and then write about them for me was really out of this world already. Uh-huh. So ko siya because like, you know, the guy is a PhD candidate, uh-huh. right? <laughs> so that was one of the original columns. Um, I think... Uh, wait, um... What the fuck Wednesday? When the fuck Wednesday? Ah, uh, that's not a regular. That, that wasn't yeah. regular. That's that's original. regular. Original. Original. Yeah, original. Original stuff, but it's not regular now. Yeah. Thanks Thursday. to someone who can't be asked to write. <laughs> Thursday would be I forgot now. TBT. Yeah, throwback uh, Thursday. Always but, TBT. Yeah, always TBT. Sense. And then yung, yung Friday was something that we kept playing around with, even like a year or two into yeah. the assignment. Mm. We've had finisher Fridays. Mm. We've had fix it fix Fridays? it Fridays. Fix yeah. It Fridays. Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. those. Mm. And so, we, had, we had misused Mondays. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we didn't have it. Once. We had it once. <laughs> we had it once. <laughs> One Monday. really long article. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> who, who was the guy? Who uh, featured well. again? Ah, who was the featured? Yeah, who was the featured guy from Misused Mondays? Was it Sean O'Hare? No. 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 There's an o- it was a legend. Yeah. It was a um, blast from the past, I guess. The reason, okay, the reason why it wasn't a current star at the time than a feature is because the one who was writing it, a.k.a. classical Brian Leo, didn't mm. watch current shit at the time. Yep. So how would you expect someone to write? Was it right? Shadow Hair? I don't was know. I don't. Hair? I don't remember. No. Wait, I'm fact checking right yeah, now. Yeah, Honestly, never bothered to like. I I could never be bothered to read it. So whatever. Um. So there was yes, that. it's Shadow Hair. Shit. Why? That's it? Yes. Why not? No, it's a good topic. It's yeah. just that <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Was he dead he was... at the time? Yes. 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 That's why he was 2016. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't remember then why he was. But he was the anyway, going back to the first articles or the first stuff on Smart Henry, one of the things I remember was yung article ni Mikey. Yeah, I Mikey. Don't know if you guys remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, just a brief background on Mikey Lurin. He's uh, he's a teacher right now. Uh, he's very active in the theater scene. Yes. So he's a playwright and an actor as well. 
and uh, he's he's one of the more critical thinkers. Like in OG SGP, kunabutan yun. Oh, he still is right now. Yeah. Um, no, but like OG SGP had really compelling stuff from Mikey. Yep. So that that's one thing I really miss. Like the stuff he would write, the stuff that he would comment, the uh, the little discussions that he'd start or get himself into. He, yeah, like Rose said, he would still get into them now, pero uh, not, as much. not as much. Yeah, um, Mikey's also the owner of the big gold belt that mm-hmm. you see on the Facebook page on the <laughs> podcast. Yep, yep. So if you're wondering why we even had the replica of the World Heavyweight Championship that belongs to Mikey Lurin, which he lent to us uh, for the Wrestling Gods yep. last year. Yes, yes. So we haven't returned it since. <laughs> Only because he has to come by to get it. Oh, well, he has attempted. He has attempted twice. Okay. And I've seen him, I've run into him um, during my lunch breaks in Glorietta. At least twice also. And I've reminded him, Hey Mikey, next time you're in Makati, tell me. So I can bring my belt, your belt to work, to my place of work, and I can give it to you there. He still hasn't to this day. So Mikey, reminding you, uh, Mike, Mikey, ours. you should have been here. You should have been here, and we were going to turn it over and replace it with Daryl. Oh, man. We're yeah, going to order can, ourselves yeah, yeah. a Daryl and replace the belt with him. So, <laughs> yeah. there you go. We get to keep the belt one more day. Okay, so going back to Anthony's story about Mikey and that uh, article he wrote. Yeah. Uh, it was about Philippine wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So In its infancy. In its infancy, and basically he was asking what is... What What's the revolution you're trying to start? What is Philippine wrestling? All pretty deep stuff, especially if you're not uh, accustomed to that kind of philosophizing and thinking. And I will admit, it it was kind of hard to penetrate them, but eventually I would figure out what exactly he would mean by it. Especially when you're in the scene yourself and you come to think of what exactly defines Philippine wrestling and what exactly defines a revolution in wrestling. (laughs) Was this the time that we all sort of got involved as well the three of us at the very least yeah yeah at the time we were involved next yeah. so this was 20 early 2015 and uh, understandably the people in the scene then couldn't really grasp what he was trying to ask as well which is fair because it, it was pretty deep it was pretty a little inaccessible I would argue that even until now there will be a, a big group of people who still probably won't be able to grasp what Mikey was trying oh. to say oh. mm-hmm. I'll dig that article up yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's right there. It, you know, you could actually compare him to say Apiloso Potasho yeah. of, of local wrestling, which is uh, bittersweet now that I think about it. But uh, it's really just something you would actually get if you would think about what you want Philippine wrestling to be, especially if you're on the inside looking out or in the inside looking up. So at the time, uh, we were trying to establish Smart Henry uh, with our voice, with our brand, everything that we were all about. And we were also trying to figure out how we would get around to covering everything that needed to be covered. Because yeah. covering WWE is relatively easy. Because mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's easy all, to access. Yeah, you know where to find it. You know when to find it. How to find it. How to watch it. May nanonood. Yeah. As opposed to say uh, TNA. Not everyone watched TNA. Or Lucha Underground even. Yes. And Anthony yeah. here would be complaining about how his numbers weren't doing so yeah. well compared to the other reviews. Yeah. So I think that's one of the good things about having taken the Raw review. Because I was one of the first ones to consistently bring in readers. Mm. Only because everyone watched Raw. Or yeah. most people watched Raw. Yep. Or people wanted the results at the very least. Yeah. yeah, and at the time, I'd also write the results at the end. Mm-hmm. So you could just click on my article and scroll through the LDR. Yeah. Right. So there was that. And then uh, there was the challenge of covering local wrestling. Mm. So how do we get around the challenge of local wrestling when your editor-in-chief is a veteran boot camper mm. and your editor-at-large was a general manager? Mm-hmm. So how do you get around that? And then this is when we started thinking about the ways now we could cover the scene. Yep. 
So one of the things that we agreed on, at least kami ni Ro, is uh, that if there were there were any articles relating to the local scene, hindi namin gagalawin yun. Yep. At the, because of integrity. As I kept saying <laughs> to one former PWR journal manager, or whatever whatever his title was back then, uh, we made we made an agreement early on that Stan and I would not be handling anything at all involving PWR. As long as we were in it, or even until after. we Until after, if ever, we were no longer in it. Basta... Not everything to do with PWR, we have to cover it. Kasi. There's no way we can't because if the you're a wrestling site based wrestling. in the Philippines, oh, oh. there's no way you can't talk about the wrestling that's going on in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So since we had, since we figured we had a team of more than what two people, we figured that they could go to the shows and write about the shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's why you saw a lot of uh, Anthony and Wesley and DJ, you know, these guys around the local the wrestling scene yeah. at George, the start. Yeah. yeah. So for you guys, like did you the, uh how how was your experience now when when you knew now you were basically the pioneers of coverage for local wrestling because no one else was doing it other than us at the time. Was it us? Yeah, rapper was doing <laughs> it. Oh yeah, aside from rapper, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was pretty much our our Who's little circle. <laughs> it was our little circle that that pioneered it. So how was it like for you guys? Because um, while you did have something to go off of in the coverage of other countries and other promotions locally, there wasn't really a blueprint, especially because yeah. the local scene was also trying to figure itself out at the time. Mm-hmm. So how was that like for you? You first. Okay. Uh, actually, I only realized now that actually tayo nga yung yun yung pinahauna, no? Tayo yung nauna, me, Buzzy, MDJ. Mm-hmm. First review. Yep. Actually, thinking back, wala lang. You just sort of wrote it. You watch the show. You write it like you would any other review. Like, say what you think about the show, what you like, you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Hindi siya adjustment, pero it was fun kasi the people you're talking about are people who are accessible, people uh, who are yeah. local. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one of the first reviews I wrote, uh, which was Revolution X. Now. 2015. 2015, yeah. Uh, no, not Revolution. Oh, now, yeah, Revolution yeah, yeah. X. The one with the Iron Man match at the start. Ah! Ah! Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that one. That one. Okay. And then, on the very next show, one of the wrestlers I talked about, he comes up to me and like, dude, don't, you know, don't criticize too much. You just enjoy the show. Uh, have para, fun. Para ko sino yun. Talaga? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I'm sure I know which one of those which one? were. Which one? Which one? He was in, the, he, he was in that match, the yeah. Iron Man match. Obviously. Yes. Who else was pretty... And neither pretty, of them are in the company anymore. Obviously. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, but you know... Uh, we, that guy was pretty sensitive. <laughs> we like to make fun of that match now just because it really sucked. Yeah. 30 yes. minutes of uh, okay. them jacking off to themselves. Yeah. Basically. Actually, I brought my friends to show na yon. Oh, did you? Yes, I brought two guys, two friends. Uh, it was their first exposure to live wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh. They were match. God. Great. God. And yeah. if you remember, that was the opening match. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, how about you, Bezzy? Like, wh- what was that experience like for you? Like, did you uh, have any problems or did you find it easier now? You know, um, these are people who I can just easily chat up. People I will, you know, uh, within spitting distance from me at the shows. Siguro... I appreciate yun. I appreciate yung accessibility ng mga wrestlers, ng management. Kasi parang, nung una, parang, you, as, as a journalist, you would treat it as a normal source. Eh, na parang baka allergic to sa, ano, baka allergic to sa interview. Baka, baka ayaw nito magpakausap. Di, sige, bye. Pero, ang maganda rin kasi, since it's, in, it's it is in its infancy, parang it's all in your best interest to, ano yun, to make yourself known eh. Na hindi kayo pwede mag-inarte. 
hindi kayo pwedeng you know, parang umiwas sa media exposure kasi you really need the media exposure. And parang on my end, covering for Rappler, the, the Pinoy wrestling, ano, you have to explain to the to your readers ano yung pinagkaibin niya from the olden days, the original Pinoy wrestling. Kasi that's the, from our oh. generation of readers, yun yung naabutan nila. Yeah, no, not just diba? your uh, old generation of readers, more mm-hmm. like anyone who thinks or oh, hears Philippine wrestling, they think Pinoy wrestling. Yeah, they, 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 so they, they would mention the names. Culture, yeah. There's a comment, they would mention the names of Joe Pogi, mm-hmm. the Igorot guy, sorry. Yeah, the Parang Now, you would have, since this is a, ano, parang, this is storytelling din eh, so you would have the liberty then as much as you have the liberty to perform in the ring, we mm-hmm. have the liberty to describe who you are and what you do. Yep, that's so true, that's true, yeah. Lang na that's why, I know, I had no, Sen and I were not messed with how you reported the shows. Yeah. So parang, you could say what you want, of course, is, Nisi and I were partners back then, kasi nga, I can't take on fully. Oh. So parang, he would really mark out Oh, yes, he would. I remember MMA that. MMA yeah. and boxing and now wrestling. So, parang it's on his turf. Eh. Ako, parang ano lang, general view lang din. Because I'm, I'm a casual fan. So, parang... At the time. At the time. Yeah. So, dagdag lang ako ng... Parang compliment lang yung nadadagdag ko doon. Si Nishi, do you take it? Alright. So, okay. So, we're at, say, mid-2015. This was when PWR was about a year old or getting to be a year old. It was also when... PWR was getting a lot of coverage, but TV5 came in, yeah. Yeah, other yeah. media networks like ABS, GMA, uh, GMA they would bring all their cameras, their crew, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now that I think about it, like this whole oral history thing is really it, it, it interconnected lahat eh. Probably because, one, the local wrestling community until now is very small. Mm-hmm. There's, small. Yeah, there's so many uh, in- interconnections among yeah. everyone and everything, right? Um, I think that also exp- explains pretty much why Kunai, Ro, and I have been involved in all these projects together. And um, like, I I can't just be uh, say called the PWR general manager guy because I also write about it or because mm-hmm. I also like talk about it, right? And and um, this pretty much leads into ane uh, how we end up on the Fox show. Sure. Because ah. as we good so, segue. Yeah. So we're we're trying to build up the website. We're tr- uh, still chugging along on the podcast, and then PWR is there in the picture, and then um, this is when uh, the Magic eighty nine point nine JJs and DJs start attending the shows. So we become friends with Jam Alas, and uh, she tells us, "Nah, hey, the boys night out are talking about PWR," and coincidentally, at oh, the yeah. time, Ro and I were recording the podcast along with uh, the Fighters for Hire. Yes. So I was like, "All right, guys, I know we, I know you're excited to record, but can we hit pause a bit and make our presence felt?" So we go from Mellow to Magic, which is really just you know going from one unit to the next, <laughs> down the hall, and we sit there. Two steps down the hall. So we sit there and we're waiting for the commercial break. I said, "BNO is a talk show." No, we we enter the station and Sam YG sees us and say. Uh, and they, they immediately recognize us for some reason. I don't know how. I don't know why. It was Jojo. Because Jojo knew. I think Jojo recognized my face. Oh, I see. I see. From mm-hmm. from the uh, PWR pictures. Yeah, and before they even went to commercial, they already saw us. And on air, they chanted for us. Yeah, they, they were like wrestling, wrestling, uh-huh. wrestling. So so they uh, so they, they were pretty excited to have us on. So they have us on. And really impromptu. I say, obviously, we, we pretty much disrupted the flow of their show. <laughs> yeah, tapos patapos sa sila noon. Yeah, yeah. Magte ten o'clock na noon, and their show only runs until ten. But yeah. you know, they're notorious for going overtime anyway. So we, uh, so they have us on the show, and we cut some promos and shit. Uh, we uh, we just spitball with the guys, and eventually, uh, when the mics are off, 
they start introducing us to the people in the booth. So they introduced us to Ramon Bautista, to Jojo the Love oh, Survivor. Nice. Who I saw the last week, just last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so those two guys. And then there was a TV executive who happened to be in the room as well. <laughs> so his name is Rohit Tarani. Uh, he's a boy, Rohit. So he, uh, at the time, was the head of programming sa Fox oh, Philippines. So he gives me his card. And uh, like any other business card I receive, I take it with two hands and I read for like five seconds. Most times I do it out of courtesy. I don't really pay attention. But this time around, I was like, Rohit Taran, head of programming, Fox. I was like, what the fuck? I've been trying to get to this guy for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So instantly, elevator pitch in I'm like, okay, so we're literally doing a podcast right now about wrestling. I want to bring that to your channel because you guys carry WWE. So in those, uh, y- yung five seconds becomes five minutes. We talk about it. And then the, the very next week was the SummerSlam viewing party. Mm-hmm. Like the very first one that we had for SummerSlam. Oh, I remember this one. I remember this one. I remember he, did this. Sh- yeah. he did show up. Yeah. Yes, he, he did, did show up. Because and and then he showed up because his office was like right down the, down the street. <laughs> no, but I remember the incident that happened with the network going out. And then he's like, you guys have Fox? Yeah, Put it on yeah, Fox. Yeah. It's showing live. You'll get it. And then we were like, do we have fun? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you want the channel thing, it's okay. And then he signed off on that. I remember that. Mm. And not only that. No, no. Skinny Mike didn't have Fox at yeah. the time. That's why problem. we had to do the That's network. That's why we did the network. And then when... And then we went to illegal streams. And he did didn't we? mind. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, we were pretty desperate at the time. <laughs> Yun din yung time na unang nagpadala ng prizes si Fox. Yeah. yeah. So if you were part of that oh, first fuck. viewing party, there weren't a lot of people. Pero tiba tiba ka surprise because there was something for everybody. Yep. Yeah, yep. and I remember like we woke up extra early to pick those up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he gave away t-shirts, towels, DVDs. Bags. Bags. An yeah. Xbox game. Oh, there yeah, was that yes, Xbox yes, yes. game. That, that first video game. Yeah, that's why. Uh, I think Shirts it was like maybe 12 or 13. 13, 13. Literal kulang na lang steel chair. <laughs> Which we, Which we would give away on. eventually. Yeah, yeah. So, yun, um, eventually, uh, Ro and I sat Rohit down. We had a conversation. After the show. After the show, which Camus eventually became part of. I don't remember how. No, no, I was just there. I was there hanging out after, like I usually am. Okay. He was being that, your consultant. Okay. Yeah. That's basically 98% of every conversation Camus finds himself in. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So from Somebody's there, there from there we would have all those meetings at Fox and then the wrestling gods would come to be. And then, um, I'm not sure if we told this story, like how uh, Brian Leo became part of the crew. Right. Uh, so we were looking for a third person because at the time, Camus was really struggling with his personal and professional shit. Uh. Yep. So he was all over the place and we didn't know if we could depend on him to keep it together on cam. Because it was like we were on mic. Eh, yeah, and I did, say, I did say that if you guys are going to do it, go ahead, do it without me. If you, But find somebody else who's at least within the circle. Right, right. So we didn't really have that much of a shortlist. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Wala yeah, so... So Ro was the one who was advocating for Brian Leo. He's like, all right, yeah, let's give him a shot. And I'm like, ah, not so much. Because at the time, I was really with him hijacking everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that, that explains my reservations, which at the yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was pretty embarrassed to like, be open about. Because, oh, you know, like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes, whatever. So, yeah, so we have him on. And for some reason, uh, you know, it, it got people's attention. Mm. It got people's attention, I think, mostly because... There are other wrestling fans out there who think that these three jabronis are on cam. Mm. I can do the same thing. Yep. And that's 
uh, where a lot of that flat yeah, no, no, came no. from. It was like uh, it was divided in half. Mm. Uh, yeah. Half of them thought, yes, there was finally a show that talked about wrestling the way I want to hear it, which has always been the selling point, by the way. Yeah. Uh, no matter how much the format kind of changed eventually. Sorry, the paper sound you hear is Anthony grabbing bread. Yeah, yeah. No, no, matter, bread no matter how much it changed eventually as it went on, the, the shilling point, was the, the, the fact that drew people to watch us was always the point that we were talking about wrestling. And then the other half was like, who are these guys? Who are they? Why are they qualified to talk about wrestling? Why is the bald guy qualified to talk about wrestling? <laughs> no, legit, they were they were they hated him more than we, they hated us. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. They did. Now that I think about it, oh, oh. Uh, no, they they thought the bald guy didn't deserve to be, or he he seemed a little lost. <laughs> Which eventually would get exposed, like uh, as the as the episodes went along. Uh, Right, and even in the planning stages, because like, okay, people think that people think <laughs> oh, that oh, now. I think it goes. People think that the show was just ten minutes of guys marking out on TV uh, and making idiots out of themselves. Uh, but but uh, to take you behind the scenes and to pull back the curtain, I know there were weeks of preparation for every episode. Uh, yeah, we did, how, how we were going to do it, how what we were going to talk mm-hmm. about, what we were going to do on the show, and what we were going to wear. Days were at least five hours. Yeah, yeah, mm. at least. I was there for two. Two one, one one episode one episode and I met up with you guys after one yeah yeah, yeah. but then yeah, the it went it went long yeah it did pre- for, it, it for did last month. like the whole morning yeah yeah for so, for only ten minutes you would see basically your experience that was for me it was a crash course on TV production because yep. I no amount of TV production classes in in whatever school whether UP or La Salle or Benilde or whatever can prepare you for your the actual, actual shooting yeah oh the actual shooting the right? Uh, so so we went through that and then we realized that okay we would talk about this and that and like Ro and I would be on the same wavelength and then see Brian Leo would come in and his answers would be parang it, it just wouldn't be on the same, same da, yeah but then we knew how to play off him yeah so dun namin na realize na wait lang ah we're up there with this shit and we really make an effort but this guy wasn't <laughs> so that was a problem he didn't even watch Ro of course yeah he didn't so that was a problem at the time. Now we tried to get around by writing all these segments that were pretty silly. Yeah, which you would see then, and you would wonder why we were doing that. But mostly because uh, our producers thought that we should have been less serious. Mm. Even though I thought now you wanted to see us discuss what you were watching. Yeah. So it was um, like not to really throw throw shade at Fox. Yeah, yeah but no, I'm totally not. not, totally not. Uh, it was just like you know, I'm just expressing that. We had different ideas then. Mm. Yeah, and nature of the audience. Oh. Can't deny. Mm. Right, right. So, and and new and nature then of the production side, like the, yep. the, the producers, the network. Yep. Right? What did they want to be communicated? And for them, they saw the entertainment value in a bald guy uh, chopping two other topless guys. Mm. <laughs> or putting them in figure fours. Yeah. Mm. Remember that one. Yeah, pretty much. Right? So th- there was that. Uh, there was that whole shtick. And then... Uh, right around the SummerSlam episode from 2016 was when Brian Leo uh, and his PWR career pretty much fell apart. Yep. So um, I right remember around, right around our t- our our meeting with the Big Show. Yes, yes, yes. Because right those after, two instances, right after, yeah. those two instances, no, right around, nah. uh, yeah. when we met Big Show and then when we shot the SummerSlam episode, Ro and I thought that he would no show both both times. Yep. So we because were just the, because of the scandal you already know. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we, we were like, okay, how are we uh, going to work around this kapag hindi siya sumipot? 
So, yun palang inanan na namin, parang uh, we, we were thinking of contingency plans. And then at the same time, usap-usapan din in Smart Henry. Right? Because, uh, you know, classical Brian Leo wasn't at the PWR shows, what's going on? So you guys are asking us the question. So, on your end, um, I think you guys were trying to figure out how to how to cover that story. If that story was even allowed to be covered in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ang hirap nun eh. I remember this. We were like, uh, it, I, I remember talking to Boise. I remember talking to MDJ about it. Parang, do we even post it on Smart Henry? Do you write about it? What do we say? And I don't... Did we write an article about it? I don't think we when did. When it was announced. Yeah, we did. We only did so nung in-announce ng PWR. We waited for it. So that was like December now of 2016. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So th- there was no expose. There was no investigative journalist article. <laughs> uh, there was nothing of the news break sort. All the people were asking. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, where's Brian Leo? What What's happened? happened Who to gives him? a fuck? <laughs> Until... That fateful day, mm-hmm. yeah, the shoot one year ago. So the shoot episode came to be, and um, I think, uh, yeah, again, going back to how everything is connected, um, the shoot episode remains like one of our all-time most listened to episodes for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where uh, JDL and Redrick Mahaba just really went to town yep. on, on, yep. on CBL, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Leo, good old CBL, and um, for for better or worse, um, it, it was a fun episode. I think it was a fun episode because it wasn't necessarily the print expose that people were looking for on Smart Henry, but it was also the episode that people. I think that was the. It was a turning point for PWR coverage on the on the podcast, and it was oh. the turning point for PWR as well. Mm-hmm. they they got a lot out, and it's to this day. they those guys still share it because they know what it meant. For the company as yeah. a whole. And they knew that, no, they knew what it meant. They knew it was possible, it was entirely possible for them to lose uh, on the opportunity. Yeah, everything. The, the opportunity to fulfill their dreams. Just because of this one guy's mismanagement. Right. So you had that going on. And then, you know, just to take it back to that story we shared, Kanina, and, uh, the first few PWR guestings, they were all in kayfabe. Mm hmm. So when we pulled back the curtain with the shoot episode, that's when we started having guys on. Uh, you know, it was out of kayfabe now. You know, people just talk about their real lives. Because mm-hmm. as a podcast listener, like um, basing it on say TIJ Talks Jericho or the Stone, uh, the Steve Austin show, um, or ENC, or ENC, uh-huh. I've always found a lot of value in just knowing the people behind the characters, knowing their stories, whatever insights they had to share. So when we started bringing on say Chino Ginto and Mike Madrigal, talking to them as the real people behind the characters. I thought it made the podcast all that more compelling. Because mm. it really gave you an insight into who these people were. So, and I thought that that was something that was really denied of us when it yung PWR and, mm. and podcast working relationship. Um, we, we glossed over one very important detail of that relationship, by the way. And that was the fact that there was a time when PWR was actually sponsoring the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this was a time when PWR was actually covering our production costs. Mm-hmm. Because yes. pr- producing the podcast is not cheap, or, or, or fine, it, it could be cheap depending on your paycheck, but it's not for free, mm-hmm. right? So we needed someone to cover production costs. Uh, do you want to talk about this one in detail, uh, or, or, or at least uh, you know? The, the yeah, obviously, man, obviously, man. At that time, we were we were being bankrolled by PWR, so we would always shill the company. Yeah, yeah. We would always thank them at the end of the, every podcast. every my media values kaya papano. Yeah, and uh, Jesus Christ, do we talk about uh, how it 
just ended there. Uh, oh, boy. No, no, no. How, how do we talk about this? Well, it just ended because uh, the production costs just stopped getting covered. Yeah. Because that, one guy... The same guy. The same guy <laughs> thought that we weren't doing enough of a job advertising our, adverti- our sponsors. Because... Apparently he wanted to be, or he wanted to have someone from BWR be on almost every week. No, he wanted it to be him. Ah, every week. Yeah, he uh, at one point he wanted to replace Camus. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. It's because oh. he he I was he had a falling out with Camus. Yeah, we did. So th- that was kind of weird because okay, like I get that you're bankrolling us, but it's not like you're paying us ten grand a month. And it's like he would, uh, the company was covering production costs, and that was it. We weren't making. Like, we weren't making substantial money off of it. Yeah, if ever it only mm-hmm. covered gas. Walang take-home. Uh, walang take-home. Yeah, yeah. Walang take-home. Isang dalawang ano sa Jollibee. Oh, isang round sa Sonsis. Yan sure. Na. Okay, yeah. Yan na, di ba? And the thing was na, um, due to an incident that I had with PWR, which we won't get into now, maybe down the line. <laughs> okay. okay. Episode 300. <laughs> episode 300, we can talk about that. But na, he was he was in the right. He was in the right in a bit. The bar was like, okay, as punishment, um... Somebody else will take over Kamus' slot. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I don't think it was right though. Like, cause the podcast is not his jurisdiction. It's not his territory. But I was willing to cede it at the time. Like, I w- That's like, why I knew for being a dumb dumb though. No, no, but I'm like, <laughs> I'd lay low. I'd lay low for a while. Get back in the good graces of everybody, and you know, have my spot for a while. But I don't know what that would have done to you two. Well, for one, it would have been ma- it would have made the podcast more overbearing than you know yeah, it I already guess, was yeah. at the time. Uh, second, I think now you were not in the right to be willing to cede your spot on the podcast just because he was bankrolling us and that was what he wanted. Um, you know, at, at some point you have to stand up for yourself, and that was one of those times that you had to put your foot down and say, "Now wait, lang, this isn't really your jurisdiction, man." So mm-hmm. you know, uh, but anyway, so yon, um, eventually um, that uh, sponsorship our uh, agreement uh, ended, and you know we moved on. We moved on, but. It, it, it's weird to say move on because all three of us were still part of PWR at some point. And the history, like say Camus, like how he ended up being the ring announcer is because of CBL's first guesting on the podcast. Was that the first guessing or second? His first guessing on the podcast was when you asked if they needed the ring announcer, right? No, but that was the same night that you got the general manager role, right? All right, yeah, yeah. That, was, that happened yeah. the same. That happened the second guesting. That oh. happened um, almost simultaneously. About same week. Yeah, yeah. Part yeah. of the same week, you you got offered and then confirmed as GM, and then they realized, oh wait, that Barry dude's not coming back. <laughs> and then I remember it was so awkward because it's like in the room, in the room, Ro already had his production role, but that was because that was I'm pre-prod. He was pre-prod, and then you were offered it's like Stan, how would you like to be general manager? And then, oh, oh, and Camus, yeah, you can, you can have a part two. That's how it felt. I was like, okay, I've, I've fucking done this before. This should be cool. All right. Sure. But hey, it's just okay. shit like that. It's shit like that. So, so, okay, so let's take it back to yeah, 2017, where pretty much everything uh, um, unraveled for him and for us. You know, we tried to get PWR back up on our feet with concerted efforts from everybody involved, whether it was the podcast, Smart Henry, even the wrestling gods at one point. He had all these events going on. But um, you know, go, going to Mark Henry, I, I guess what one question I want to ask you guys, especially Wesley and Anthony, is mm-hmm. how how difficult was it trying to establish our voice and our identity? Say the three years we've been doing the site. 
Oh, very hard. I uh, remember one of the things Ro always told us before was, oh, you need to find your voice. You need to find who you are as a writer, as a reviewer. And back then, because this is my first experience actually writing, I was like, I'm just happy, yeah. How do you find your voice? Like, so I just kept doing what I was doing, and then eventually, he stopped commenting that. So I assume that okay, we've somehow found our characters, our voice. Yeah, But, no, no. I figured na you eventually settled into your, uh, parang voice as someone who was watching it with wit and humor, and uh, how you could uh, relate everything with, uh, yeah, with wit. So I figured that you've got a handle on that more uh, quickly than more uh, than some other guys, like the guy sitting beside you, yeah. <laughs> who is more used to writing uh, straight, because of his news background. Yes, parang I, even in work, I didn't ano, they, they always joke na parang but di ka during your ano, on your headlines on your ano so parang may had an experience back then when I tried it on my first few weeks I tried. Inserting a pun on my story, but my fellow editor, I mean fellow, ano, fellow reporter, malangit nawa. Parang pinigilan niya, yeah, pinigilan niya. So, parang from there, dalawa sabi ko siya seryoso talaga. The problem ako siya, like I keep telling you, mm-hmm. yep. is ano misplaced yung puns mo. <laughs> Bukod don, so parang I tried yung yung weekly results, di ba, with the, yep. the hit or hit or miss headlines. Yeah. yeah. So that was my attempt at you know. Um, Applying my own character, my own voice on the, you know, just on the, I don't know, something yep. to say. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, just to give everyone a background on both of you, neither of you are journalism graduates. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Anthony is a psych grad from UP, and mm. Wesley, what, what did you uh, major in? Janitorial. No, no, IT. <laughs> <laughs> IT, IT. All right. So, technician. <laughs> in this room, Rose the only legit journalism graduate. Yep. So I'm I'm pretty much the closest because I broadcom. Uh, yeah. This man. Yeah. So so there. So um. But even among fair, the core group. Sorry. To be fair, I don't know, man. But I, I really read the news, man. So it's not far off. Yeah, yeah. We never we never uh, like shamed you for for anything. <laughs> really. uh, you know, from what I can see, naman mikay kada mamuk sa that. So. I'm not blaming you for anything. I'm not yeah. shaming you or throwing you under the bus for anything. If there's one thing though that I, that I really appreciated from say Bezzy's contributions to the site, it's the live blogs. Because mm. mm-hmm. for a while, the live blogs really drew in a lot of hits to the site. <laughs> yeah, mostly because mm-hmm. one, people didn't have the WWE network back then in the or Philippines. Or even streaming. Yeah, they didn't have the, they didn't the bandwidth, how, and they didn't have yeah. internet. <laughs> oh sure, okay, yeah. <laughs> Or they were at work. Yeah, yeah. May hanggang hanggang free Facebook lang. Yeah. Parang di yun yun kasi parang it's like you're like WWE rin eh. you're like competing with the live tweet of WWE uh-huh. like on the Philippines parang Pilipino yung nagtweet nito or something mm. so parang sayo niya parang you're covering it but you're not writing about it so it's a free pass <laughs> so how do you um um how, how do you do it kasi that's something I had a hard time doing when I was doing social media for other companies uh-huh. na hindi you're live tweeting an event as it happens obviously that's that's what live tweeting is about uh-huh. um and yet you make sure na you sound very different from what WWE puts out nasana is a work because Rappler is a ano diba is maraming live tweets every day so parang masasanay kayo na parang you have to put in every detail every major detail na parang hindi siya tulad ng wrestling results website na every move nandun sa bawat sentence ito parang pipili mo lang where was the turning point what happened who interfered what was the pinfall parang how did the pinfall happen tapos parang anong, anong repercussions niya after so parang you're also telling the story kasi nga you're live tweeting na nga 
sasabihin mo lang, uh, hit a suplex, hit two suplexes, hit three. So, parang you have to, ano din, you have to add to the readers or to the ano, nagbabasa ng light. Add to ah, the experience. Experience it also. So okay, this next question is for both Buezi and for Ro. Because uh, when when we live tweet, at least kami dalawa, when we live tweet, we try to offer our opinions into it. Yep. Like sometimes nanggagago kami, sometimes we, you know, lahat ino namin yung attire ni ganito, hairstyle ni ganyan, right? But when you when you live tweet, um, for, for, from Buezi's perspective, do you ever think of adding your own little wit into it, knowing that you're controlling the Smart Henry account? Mm-hmm. And Ro, as EIC, is that something you'd actually be open to? Now, yes. you have the, that wit into the storytelling. Yes, actually, because if you inject your wit, you're also kind of injecting your opinion then. Because mm-hmm. what you make jokes about determines what you're actually looking at and what uh-huh. you were thinking of something you're seeing on screen. So, Because I've seen other wrestling sites do it while they live tweet. So, it's not just reporting, it's also reviewing. Mm-hmm. Which is totally fine, because reviewing is a function of reporting then. Ah. So, it's okay. Siguro I have a stubborn mind lang, na parang one track. Yeah, okay, like, sige. Kung, so, I really can. Kung training mo talaga, nene, eh. kung training mo talaga is straight reporting, uh-huh. na you're not supposed to inject what you think of something that's happening right mm-hmm. now. Okay, that's fine. It, it, I'm just saying that it would be better, especially for us as a mostly uh, op-ed site. Uh-huh. Kung because we don't just report results in. It's not our job because you can find results anywhere. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you come to us for, to hear our opinions and to see whether you share our opinions on what you're watching through. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, given the site's mandate kumbaga, on doing that for wrestling, uh-huh. okay lang talaga. Okay, so um, you, know, you know, Smart Henry as a website, when we started, I think... Uh, the base capital was zero, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> negative tayo when you think about it. Because he MDJ, right? Uh, 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 so he shelled out, like, I think, two, five or 5,000 yeah. pesos for the domain mm-hmm. uh, for smartcandy.ph. And eventually, uh, Ro kept telling him, now, we will pay you back. We'll find a way, but we'll pay you back. Mm-hmm. And then we started organizing the viewing parties at Skinny Mike's and mm-hmm. then at other venues like, say, Wingman. And uh, did we ever hold it at another place? Parang yun lang, diba? Like, Wilson the only two. Wilson the only two. Right. Outside so, of like the one time we did the Royal Rumble here in the Balay Camos. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So when we first did WrestleMania, this was 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were shocked about the turnout. Like we didn't expect na... Because it was oh, our first time that was, that yeah. was like, it was free, diba? Yeah, that was free. <laughs> we fucking did it for free. Yeah. We did like... We went like a whole... How many shows? Like four shows yeah, for yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until we realized... Holy shit, we can charge at the door, free beer, gig setup, and actually make the money for for the um, domain payment in the like in one shot, mm-hmm. you get the entire year's worth for the domain, diba? Right? I think like similar to because of PWR's financial troubles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And your first was a fundraiser, right? Yeah. Hashtag yes. save Philippine yes. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this same is same guy. <laughs> the same guy. We keep going back to this guy. But oh, it's, right. it yeah. is his fault. Yeah, his shadow is. really looms over yeah. Philippine wrestling now that I think about it. Yeah, and to think that some people are trying to whitewash mm. who Cancer to society, wow. if you will. Oh, you know <laughs> So I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a writer on the site. So. Kamo sweet lang yung cancer gumagaling daw in three months. Oh, stem cells. Stem cells. Stem cells. Cheers to stem cells. Stem cells. Yeah. Why didn't you save Kobe's career, stem cells? Why didn't you save Kobe's career? Greg Odin's career. Thousands of athletes. Greg Odin's career. Who else? 
Brandon Roy's career. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Daniel Bryan's career. Edge's uh, career. Hey, hey, hey. Daniel Bryan still has a future. Fine, Edge's career. Edge's career. Tayo na sana yung puso ni Eddie di sumabog. Oo. Stem cell ng palakihan. Alright, anyway, going back. But so, see, I don't write on, I, I'm not a journalist. Doesn't matter, Camus. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> so, Royal Rumble 2017 was uh, when we uh, initiated that effort, right? To really um, raise funds for PWR. Yeah, that was like the cap, parang the cap of the, there were like gigs, shows, parang two, two or three fundraising yeah, gigs, yeah. and then that was like the big one that we mm. were building up towards. Because that was the day yeah. after Bagong Yugto. Yeah. The show in uh, Canyon Seaman attended. So we had the Royal Rumble viewing party, and then we didn't expect din na mapupuno natin yon. Because yeah. that viewing party, uh, Anthony, you and I opened the place up. Yeah, I remember this. So at some point through the viewing party, napuno natin yung main bar ni Skinny Mike's. Diba? No, no, pinuno mo na natin yung taas. Taas, taas, taas ba? Taas, taas, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, sorry, balik na pala. Kasi dun sa main bar merong what was that? NFL? No, yeah, it was the NFL Pro Bowl. Pro NFL Bowl. Pro Bowl, which is Pro the all-star game that yeah. nobody wants to watch. Right. So apparently, yeah. apparently, some people are watching. We didn't get the main bar muna. Nandung yes. muna kami sa taas. Huh. And then at some point, umapaw yung tao sa taas yeah, midway yeah. through. Oh, One, it was Miss Universe also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Triple Threat Day. Triple Threat Day. Wait, was that the PO words back Miss Universe? No, no, no. no, no, no. This is no. one after. Ah, si Maxine. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. No, whatever. Uh, at some point, one one of our uh, attendees asked us, "Oh, hindi ba fire hazard na tayo? <laughs> You remember who this was? No, no, no. Was this a PWR guy? I think it was. Okay. Parang a memory ko was kilala natin siya. Sorry. Oh, hindi ba fire hazard na tayo? Tapos hmm. sabi namin ni Stan, "O nga, no, fire hazard na tayo. Baka kausapin natin si Ruben, hmm. uh, the guy who manages Skinny Mike. Sabi namin, oh, uh, medyo napupuno namin yung tas. Pwede na ba tayo dito sa baba? Yeah. And then right in time for no, this mi- is Cena AJ. Yeah, mm-hmm. right in time for Cena AJ, mm-hmm. he we started bringing people down. Yeah, yeah. It we, took a while because I had to set up the WWE Network account sa baba, and then make sure that all the TVs were in sync. Yes, yes. And then make sure that the one guy who was watching the Pro Bowl was at the very end where hindi siya masasapawa ng ibang wrestling fans at ng Royal Rumble. So I mm-hmm. basically had to take one for the team, and I never got to catch Cena AJ at mm-hmm. all. By the time everyone had settled in, it's a main bar, and we'd filled it up, and then you iba na sa smoking area na nakatayo, yun na, yung super AA na from the, from the second rope. So, I, I never got to watch the match. Pero sulit din naman kasi, uh, we all enjoyed the rumble together, mm. made for some great Instagram stories. And, and more importantly, yung money at the end. Uh, when we counted the ticket sales, there was something for PWR, and there was something for Smart Henry. Yeah. Shit lot for Smart Henry, considering our expenses. Yeah, yeah. So we're not saying that tiba-tiba na kami ngayon, but uh, we're, we're basically saying that um, it took us two years of operating on zero budget uh, to realize that, uh, guys, we kind of fucking need money to also uh, pay for shit. Because we have bills too. So the WrestleMania viewing party happened not long after that, and then that was also a huge success. And then, you know, there were a couple other viewing parties now weren't as successful, but, you know, we're still figuring this shit out as we go yeah. along. I remember we had some viewing parties outside of Skinny Mike's. Yeah, one NXT one in Wingman, yeah. the now defunct Wingman in UP Town, Town Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then wow. the, and then the Royal Rumble before that here, that was it. Yeah, here, here in this den, here with with that guy. Yeah, this was, that was the very first view. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember that. That was, was here. That was when he started the Royal Rumble drinking game. Yes, 
Yes, yes. Yes. No, we also had one more. We had so <laughs> Wingman sa... SummerSlam, yes. Yeah, we had yeah, SummerSlam. What year was that? 2016. 2016. Oh, God, so in terrible. The Collective. Yes. yes. So that's when you realize a couple of things. One, just because it's in Makati doesn't mean that everyone will go to it. Yeah. Uh, two, it kind of matters in specific location. Because again, The Collective... It's kind of shady, especially if you're bringing a car, regardless of the time of day. Hella shady. It is very shady. Right. So, but that Wingman branch is my favorite Wingman branch. Okay, guys. Wingman. Thank you for sharing. I'm Wingman. Uh, Wingman. Third, it, it helped in Casina Skinny Mikes is near a lot of offices in the BGC area. Yeah. And I'm not sure what the correlation and the exact stats are, but there are a lot of wrestling fans who are advertising people who work in BGC. That's there, true. There's a good number of them. That's true. Uh, I'm former not... former guest on the podcast, Mr. Waki. Mm. Yeah, Waki one Mendoza. such one such man. Yeah, uh, there were. I, I I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but there's this one Royal Rumble viewing party where there were two guys in corporate in attire. corporate attire. In suits, <laughs> yes, suits yes. who looked like they clocked in. Were like, fuck it, I'm getting breakfast first, and then just ended up there mm. <laughs> until the end. Until the, the end. end. Oh. And uh, one one thing I particularly enjoy is how you end up just meeting people. Yeah. At the viewing parties, yeah. uh, I I can name uh, at least a good three five people whose names and you know faces I really recognize now because of the viewing parties alone. So I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you guys uh, feel the same way. So um, all of this is really to segue into the Royal Rumble viewing party, which we're doing for the third year in a row. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes, January twenty ninth. Oh, wow, grabbing setup mo grabbing setup. I mean, I mean, like this has always been a smart Henry initiative, anyway. Uh, this is something True. we've you know we've been known for. Like people have been messaging our page asking for viewing parties for other shows like Russell Kingdom, uh, Survivor so Series, even even some of the minor pay per views like Money in the Bank. Wait, so wait, last year Russell Kingdom venue counts, diba as like we didn't charge tickets we didn't really involve, it's a gathering of friends no yeah. we were charged tickets we yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so we got, we got Airbnb yeah. noise complaint noise complaint <laughs> yes noise okay, so, complaint okay, so quick story quick story before uh, you know just explain the noise complaints joke uh, didn't we no we talked about this on the last episode we yeah, didn't we explain did. it oh we didn't yeah we just said oh we did oh we did yeah okay Okay, so as a long story short, uh, it's an Airbnb we at the condo. We were noisy because we were cheering, and we got a complaint and a fine. <laughs> so oh, fine. Not let it let it be known that it was during Goto versus Suzuki yeah. when it got really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> Goto was basically dead for a minute. Yeah, for an extended period of time. That's why we got so loud that the sec we were served our second notice from Manong security guard uh, with building admin. Sure. <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, and let me also apologize uh, in public to Gabe Ruaro, who I kept punching because I tried to contain myself <laughs> during Alpha vs. Omega. Oh, God. <laughs> Can't believe. He's a fluffy guy. He was right next hey, to me. Hey, hey, wow. 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 <laughs> really? We're going... It's 2018, brah. Okay. So, all right, all right. So, so, so there. Um... I, I guess um, we basically have come to this point where you know, it's 2018, we're 200 episodes into the podcast, uh, this, the website is almost three years old, and it really is a collective effort from everybody. Because we wouldn't be here, mm. say, without the SGP community, or without PWR and the other feds that have spread it out, like MWF. Mm-hmm. Thank right? you, MWF, as well. No, I'm just saying, because we've, we've talked about a lot about PWR. Oh, they're sure. As they come up, 
it's we are nice. friends. It's nice. It's nice to have them on the show. Like the Robin Sane show was actually quite fun to do. We are friends with MWR. Yes, yeah. even Trilly Willie, you know, who's been a guest on the podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. His his guessing is actually uh, one of the really enjoyable ones from mm. uh, I think it was 2016. But when we when we had him 16, on, 16, yeah, yeah. So you know, like, like when you think about all the people who passed through the podcast, mm. it's, it's literally a revolving door. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. DJs, off, off, filmmakers, actors. And now Writers. international wrestlers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, true. Yes, that's, true. Yes, that's, yes. that's the one thing with that I was like, I was itching for you to start talking about. That's a freaking opportunity to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there. Uh, so you know, we've had TJP, who was our first international uh, guest. Who is TJ? We've had Jeff Cobb. Sosai. Sosai so King. King yeah. Several times. No, Sosai was the first one. Yeah. Sosai yes, yes, was yes, yes, before yes. TJ, like a couple of months before. Hoholun. Hoholun. The regime. Marty Casaus. Marty Casaus, yeah. Kai Katana. I guess John Sebastian John Sebastian International Wrestler Crystal International Wrestler. So many, yeah, so uh, international so, businessman <laughs> on an international business trip. <laughs> yeah, we even had I know we even had Ray Bartholomew who yeah, uh, yeah. Who well, left, I, I, I like that episode. I like that episode. Well, uh, we, we had him on the podcast as well. Basically, uh, just one degree removed from Bill Simmons. Yep, <laughs> so close, buddy. So close. So close. I mean, I, hey, I got to shake his hand last March. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is so, Rafe in the country anytime soon? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm sure I, I, eventually. I should, yeah, I should hit him yeah, up for a book signing. Um, so, so there we've had so many guests and it, it's crazy how we've turned ourselves into the forest gump of local wrestling <laughs> the forest gump <laughs> just keep running it just because of all the people we've come into contact with over the years right? um, and to, so to, to wrap uh, things up as we wind down here um, I want to ask say from your point of view Anthony and Buezzi as the guys who um, you know did help us put this together like as a site Smart Henry what kind of voice do you think we've come to establish for ourselves in, you know, in our time running the site? What brand identity have we developed, really? Brand identity? Mm. Definitely wow. more than a choco sandwich voice. Then, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't sell it. Yeah. Don't fucking sell it. You're going to encourage him. They have the distinction of being the only website that does this. So basically, it's you know <laughs> maintaining that voice. Na eh. How do you keep going? Na? That's the next, I don't know, that's the, that's the next challenge, siguro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anthony? Yeah, so, uh, medyo pareho kami ng stance ni Boise dito. In the sense that, uh, when you think about it, tayo lang talaga yung only site locally that covers wrestling this in depth. Yeah, we cover, here in, yeah. in Southeast Asia. Yeah, cool. Diba? Southeast, yeah, actually. Mm. So even that, so international wrestling website. <laughs> so that that's where we want to go. Yeah, like Singapore office. Singapore, yeah. office. Singapore office. Singapore office. And, I mean, we already have a subdivision in Australia. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we do. We, 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 we do. We do. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Consulate. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, our PhD, whenever our PhD candidate decides to write again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I want to do a call with him after the NJPW show, just so we can talk about it. Is he going to any NJPW? He will. He will. He will. He will. So let's give him a call, Brandon. Call us. Call us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are you watching the Sydney show? From down under. Taka yeah. Sydney naman siya. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll, he'll catch that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. We want to do that. And we have him right. Right. Yeah, and I may just add. Yeah, of course. Okay. Na parang it's like to tie up the narrative. Parang um, the SG, eh, sorry, the SGP, SGP, Mark Henry, and all our other efforts. Parang it's really just 
doing things. As in, if you want to do things, diba? I think just, you, just go do it. Oh, just do it. I think, I think that was your advice. Gawin na lang natin. Just do it. Parang, just ask. Just, just move. Walang masama. Hmm. So parang, masama. just try. Parang, wala nang mawawala. So parang yun yung, parang it, it, it started from there and it keeps us going. Yeah. Started from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> now we're here. Yep. And as for the podcast, uh, I, I want Ro to, to pretty much tie this uh, up for us. Um, like what 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 type of brand have we really built for ourselves here? Uh, it's hard to say, especially when you've been doing this for like almost four years now. But at this point, from us moving from Mellow to here, and I don't know, eventually where, somewhere else, hopefully somewhere bigger, somewhere more professional. I still think that it's now more than ever a place where wrestling fans and members of the wrestling community, whether you're a fan or a wrestler or someone who's helping out behind the scenes, it's a place where we can just gather and talk about wrestling. That's, that's the brand right now. Uh, no matter what kind of wrestling we're talking about, whether it's our wrestling, WWE, British Japan, wrestling, British wrestling it's a place where we are talking about wrestling and sharing it with other fans who are willingly and voluntarily listening to the show every week, every time it comes out. And yeah, you already know this. If we don't come up with a show, people will ask where we are. That's true. Because it, it took me a while. It took me a lot of convincing to get to that point where I believe now, yeah, people do look for the episodes uh-huh. at this point. So for me, it's ng puso Because I never thought that... Uh, to, to borrow a phrase that Roe once used, just us screaming into a void would actually result in all of this, all of these things that we've been doing and are continuing to do, right? Uh, so I, I guess in a way to tie it back to what my dad once said, that you know this could o- open opportunities, and, and it did, and it did, it did. a lot, some unique yeah. opportunities. Mm. I didn't know it at the time, but like every time I would talk to my dad, it'd be like, oh, you know, look what the podcast got us into. I'm sure even though he's NR, he's probably happy. I mean, like you know, Chinese dads are pretty NR all the time. <laughs> but, but you know, he's he's always every time that I've seen him at one of our things, he's always looks like that. that you know, that little "I'm proud of you, son" <laughs> vibe. He also he also has this tongue as the consultant again face. <laughs> That's also true. It's also true. Yeah, every about, time I shake his hand, every time I shake his hand, yeah, like, Speaking of opportunities, imagine without the podcast, you would not have been able to talk to a former cruiserweight champion and a current WWE wrestler. Uh, Current NJPW wrestler, we can say that, right? We can say that about he's, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, Part timer. Yeah, see, but, you know, I mean, he's, 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 he's in the discussion. Yeah, right. Uh, several uh, a cruiserweight classic alternate, uh, a world traveled ten year veteran. Yeah, a lucha a underground lucha guy. underground wrestler. Yes, yeah. two lucha underground two. wrestlers. Yeah, 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 two. Yeah. And basically, everyone who's Almost everyone who's stepped into a PWR ring. Yeah. Almost. We're, we're going to finish that by the no, year. Actually, out. if we didn't do the podcast, I don't think we would be in PWR. Or maybe you would eventually. But it would be an outside shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, and I would say I'd have a very, even a further outside shot because I don't think I would have gotten myself involved okay. without this podcast. And I, I think, like, as corny and cliche as it sounds, like, a lot of the people whose paths we crossed with, people we now call friends, probably wouldn't be there without everything that we've been doing. Because just to tell you one more story before we uh, wrap this up, um, at the WWE in Manila event, uh, the, the tickets that I got from Melo, f- for me and my dad, were in the same area as Renzo, our friend from Play FM, yep. and Camille Conde. All right. 
uh, and you know, the, these are two people who I probably wouldn't imagine the same room together because their their circles are different. Mm-hmm. But we ended up having a really long ass conversation, just the three of us. And my, my dad is like, "Oh, look at my son making friends." And I'm like, "No, dad." <laughs> <laughs> Making friends. Look at him. He doesn't get to do this a lot. (laughs) And I'm like, oh no, no, that I actually know these people. These are my friends. Uh, Look at him. He has friends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm proud of you, son. (laughs) Which which is not lost. Which which is to say, now you know, um, it it, it really uh, is amazing to me just how um, these these things that we're doing have really built this community. And we hope that it doesn't end here, it doesn't stop here. We hope that it keeps moving forward. Uh, and if it does snowball, it snowballs into something much bigger and much better for everybody involved. But it did snowball from from episode zero. You have to give it that. Okay, sure. <laughs> you yeah, have to give it that. Started this, there. Is, this is a lot bigger an animal than we ever thought it would be when we were just, you know... Derping around in mellow. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I probably, I, I most definitely agree. Uh, for what it's worth, the people at Mellow do miss having us there derping around every Thursday. For what it's worth. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I do miss Paragon. So. Yeah, I do miss, I do miss the the show that comes after yours. Those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Indian Cats from Mellow Nights. They are still around. So, I know. Yeah, and and I still maintain regular contact with them. They are good peoples. Yep. So I, I guess this is the uh, the point where we thank you. We thank you for listening to this. Uh, started from the bottom now we're here episode from when we began we all the way to this point thank you <laughs> and we Always. thank everybody who's been reading the articles on Smart Henry for following your favorite writers if you only follow Nicola So and her raw review that's fine that's fine, predictions. That's fine. if yeah. you ask predictions. for the predictions that's Please. fine <laughs> for those of you who've been following us on Facebook Live who've been watching The Wrestling Gods uh, whether we were on Fox or on Facebook Live or wherever we would find ourselves Thank you for those of you who approach us at the PWR shows and who look for the and podcast. The, MW sh- the MWF shows. Yeah, yeah. If you know, if you too. happen to see us and you just too sweet us at the mall, which has happened. It has happened. It has <laughs> happened. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank you for that as well. You know, we we do appreciate it. And um, if you're part of SGP, even though sometimes we tend to be hard asses because we just really want to make sure we maintain the OG spirit of the group, mm-hmm. uh, do know that we mean well. And that we just want everyone to be better. Mm-hmm. And we just want to remind everyone, please read the posts. we know you can be better. Please read the posts and their entire content. And the money you ask the question. Yes. Yeah, but really the point was, you know, we want everyone to be better. That includes ourselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Definitely includes ourselves. So on behalf of everyone who's been part of all these projects that we spent the last hour and a half uh, just, you know, reminiscing about and, and uh, enjoying about, uh, we thank you. Because uh, without all of you, this would not be possible. Right? So I, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of episode number two hundred. Episode yeah. two hundred. We we wow. really kept it two hundred, guys. Two oh oh. Yeah. So on behalf of our special guests from SmartHenry.ph, Anthony Quellia and Michael Bueza, and on behalf of my co-hosts Romaran and Raf Camus, my name is Dan C. And uh, if all things go well, I might be able to sneak in a quick interview with my dad here at the end. Oh, <laughs> so it'll be called nice. the Smart and SmartHenry.cast. cast. Okay, never mind. All right. Okay, we'll see. I'm going to trash that now. Thanks, Buzzy. All right, Buzzy, sit down. Be humble. Glorious. No, I won't give in. I won't give in till I'm victorious. And I will defend. I will defend. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.